Action Park Media. Welcome back to Entertain Her. I am Sarah Sanderson. I'm Erica Cedeno. Hey guys, I'm Zulai. Now we are missing Erin today. Do you know why, Sarah? Um, yes, she is on the Tennis Channel right now. She is covering a very important and exciting event, the Australian Open. Mine though. So, ooh. Nice. Yeah. So that is exciting. I have Isabella here. So if you hear any grunting, it is not myself. It is, uh, it is Isabella. She is two months old today. And I am having so much anxiety because she's got to go to her two-month appointment and get all her vaccines. I'm told she might get a fever. And of course, she's going to like scream and cry. So I'm a little dreading uh, one o'clock today, but she's got to do it. Yes. Dog going with you. He is, although he try he's doing the podcast right now with your man. Um, <laughs> and then he was like, is there any way if I park down below, can you like pick me up and then I'll meet you there? I'm going to go play pickleball after. And I was like, what? No. You have to. You, I was like, she might not. This is not just like an appointment. This is a bad appointment. She might be sick. Like I can't, absolutely like- going to get a fever. She's absolutely going to hold on absolutely going to be all the things i mean i've never experienced a vaccine that didn't come with like a few hours of just not happiness but maybe i remember i I, mine were so long ago jackson was miserable but avi was tough as nails like she never cried for her vaccine she still doesn't cry i like right avi does not cry jackson's like terrified and scared wow she's tough yeah she's super tough I don't know. So we'll see. But yeah, dreading it. There she is. All right. Well, there she Hi, is. Hi, Davey. Hi there, Isabella. So yeah, guys, today, I mean, this is a good little intro to our show today. We thought we would dive into a fun, all, you know, no holds barred conversation on motherhood. Not only motherhood, but postpartum and what it's like for you moms out there, you know, like Sarah and like myself, I'm 19 months out. I, I think there's different levels and I think there's different conversations that we all need to have amongst ourselves that we maybe don't have all the time. When we jumped on the phone with Sarah this morning, she mentioned that when I was three months postpartum, we went to Hawaii and we did go to Hawaii. I was three months postpartum and I felt very uncomfortable in my body. I felt very bloated. Um, I wore one pieces and she's now telling me how did you do that? And I'm like, you know what? In retrospect, I don't know how I did that. But thank you, Sarah. Um, it's 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 so many, so many things when you think about just picking up your life again and picking up the pieces, especially after a C-section that I don't know how I went on a full on family vacation at three months. Uh, honestly, I have no idea. And she was so good on the plane and she was so good on the trip. I mean, I think Kennedy must have been a really good baby, too, because with Jackson, I did not have the same postpartum story with Aviana. Maybe it was because I kind of knew what to expect. But with Jackson, it was really hard for me. I remember feeling very big for a very long time, like for years, like two right. two years at least. And then I finally felt good in my body after like a year and a half, I would say. But for Aviana, I was at Disneyland when she was three months old. And my sister was like, how are you at Disneyland right now? Like, it was just more like easy for me to transition. And your body I think was it's, 
knowing how to do it. You knew how to do it. I think so. Yeah. Here's a radical thought. You know, I and I thought to myself during um, in retrospect, now that I'm thinking, I'm like, you are we're so hard on ourselves. But mm -hmm. if we really, really sit and and think about the amazingness that our body, what just happened, what our body just created and the changes, the the changes that we don't even understand really that are happening in our body. And then we expect for all those things to button themselves up and be be exactly as they were nine months prior to that. It's just crazy what we what we ask of our bodies. And I think the radical thought is how dare we, <laughs> how dare we um, be be so impatient with our bodies, be so, you know, I felt big and I felt this. No, we should have felt beautiful and at every mm -hmm. We should have felt empowered, not should have, but I, if I were to do it again, I think that's how I would approach pregnancy and motherhood is that what we're doing and what our bodies are doing and the, the miracle and the magic that is happening every step of the way, it, it should be revered as opposed to kind of like cringed it's not cringy. It's beautiful. And it's all the things. So I think that's, you know, in Hawaii, I remember just feeling bloated and I felt, but I should have been, it's Hawaii was such a beautiful place. And I remember, um, I remember f extreme moments of joy, like looking at my baby and, you know, I wasn't drinking a ton initially because I was obviously we were, I was at the very end of my breastfeeding journey, but I don't know. I just felt very, mixed emotions of like this complete utter joy and then going back to like sad moments about my body and how I felt in my body when I should have felt amazing. It should have been a beautiful experience. And I think sometimes we make it not that with our thoughts and like the, these desires to want to bounce back, like they say, or it's, mm -hmm. it's not attainable. I think that is life though, right? And motherhood is one of those things where you want to you want to enjoy the process and many, many do enjoy the process. Like I love being pregnant so much, so much. I love being pregnant. But then afterwards, I just, I think I compared myself to a lot of women out there. Social media will do this to you where these women are bouncing back so fast. And then if it doesn't happen for you, it's easy to just kind of live in that world <clears throat> where you're like, why isn't this happening and questioning. But when I look back, honestly, I kind of, feel like I was in better shape after Jackson than I am even today. So it's it's kind of odd where you're you're right, Z. It should be one of those things where you're like, appreciate the moment because that moment you're really never going to get it back again. And you're going to look back and you're going to be like, ah, oh, why didn't I just even just with age, with now me aging, I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, I remember thinking that I was, you know, so big and out of shape or not fit or my face this or my hair that. But I'm like, why didn't I just appreciate that? Because now I'm feeling like that. But then I remind myself, I'm going to feel, and when I'm 60, I'm going to feel how I felt. You know what I mean? Like now that I'm in my 40s, I'm going to feel that same way. So it's just process of life, I think. But it's important to it's just realize that the present. Yeah, that the present. So Kira, our producer just DM'd us this amazing incredibly jarring uh, statistic that says approximately 30 to 70 percent of women who have given birth experience lowered self-esteem after childbirth due to various reasons. One in seven women experience postpartum depression. Um, 
I remember going to my first couple of doctor's appointments and you know how they have you fill out that form. Do you, do you feel loving thoughts toward like, it's these crazy questions and you're like, oh my God, these are, they're screening you for all these, for all these things. I don't really remember. I'm lying. I did go through about two, three weeks of depression right after I gave birth. And that was due to the medication that I was on, the pain medication because of the C-section. And I remember saying to Kevin one day, I was like, bring me that bottle of whatever it is that I'm taking. And I looked and I read the fine print and sure enough depression, lower, you know, like all the things that I was experiencing. I was like, I'd rather sit here in physical pain due to a scar, the healing of surgery, than feel all these crazy. I I just felt like I was in such a dark place. I couldn't enjoy my baby in the way that I wanted to. So I think also medicine, like be careful if you're a new postpartum mom, like make sure that you know what you're taking. Make sure that you understand the side effects of the medications that you're on because it really does make a difference i tell you the moment i stopped taking those that pain medication i was like a different person i was smiling again i mean i was still in pain but it was bearable it wasn't so unbearable that i'm like oh my god i can't move it was fine like you deal when and and pain just means you're alive sometimes right that's how i look at pain. Mm-hmm. oh my body is alive this thing is up and running and by the way, postpartum can come at very different moments and times. Like I didn't have it with Jackson. I had it with Aviana, but I got it with Aviana when she started to wean off of breastfeeding. And I think it was because my hormones, you know, it, usually it's because of the hormones, but it was also because she was weaning off. And I was so sad because I knew this was going to probably be my last baby, my last pregnancy. Um, But I think I just got that my head and my hormones got the got the emotions out of me where I just was feeling very depressed. And that was at about a year. Like I was so sad, but I was sad that she was weeding herself of, off of me. She does not like milk. <laughs> oh, so let me just, um, she's being quiet for a second. So I'm going to take advantage. Um, yes. Yeah, so, you know, I'm a hypochondriac, which I've said. So the whole postpartum thing has freaked me out because they take it very seriously in the hospital. And when they ask you the questions like or they tell they warn you you know like if you feel this way you need to get help or you need to call someone or tell your doctor and so in my head I'm like oh my god is it just gonna hit me like so I was trying not to think about it because then I overthink about it and the the first two weeks that they call that the weepies I guess a lot of women they cry in the first two weeks it's just your hormones kind of rebalancing I didn't not everyone does but um so far I feel okay but now hearing your story, Erica, I'm going to be like, oh, great. So when I stop breastfeeding, am I going to get out? Oh, great. (laughs) I'm going to start thinking about it again here. I thought I might be in the clear, but I did read it and you could get postpartum even a year later. So to me, it freaks me out because it has me thinking like, oh gosh, when's it going to hit? And people ask all the time. I've had so many friends be like, so how are you feeling? Like, are you depressed? Are you okay? I'm like, um, yeah, I just, I feel a little like cabin fever because I can't leave the house, but um, yeah, I don't know. How's your breastfeeding journey going, Sarah? It seems like you're doing well. You know, it's using a lot of milk, unlike myself. I actually, wait, what? I thought you pumped all the time and had a bunch of milk stored. I did initially, but it just, it didn't last. I did. I was so proud of like pumping my four, six ounces, but that did not, it did not last. I tried the, how long did it last for? I think I got a good 
supply for like two months. And then the problem is, the problem with me, I believe, is that um, Kennedy would, she, she latched on fine, but she, like, if it wasn't coming out a lot, like, she wasn't patient to stay on there and, like, really work for it. And that's why I was constantly pumping. It's like an impossible, impossible feat, especially if you're back to work and you're and it's 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 crazy. But like my sister, same thing. My mom, same thing. My mom actually didn't breastfeed. Not any of us. She she tried. She couldn't. She had to go back to work. So it's um, this is why I was, you know, so. um so happy to introduce our listeners to MUA, which, you know, we won't get into, but I really, truly feel that that's going to be a game changer because it's going to kind of fix all these so many little issues and different reasons why women can't breastfeed well into their fifth, sixth or even into the year that they recommend. They say six months is great, but a year is optimal. Yeah, so I started my mommy and me group, which has been cool because I have them um, to, you know, it's like recent moms. A lot of your friends forget, like I'll ask some of my friends, did you do this? And they're like, I don't remember. It was five, six years ago. Um and so they're all kind of going through it and they're she's a little bit smaller than their kids. So they are like just finishing the stage I'm kind of asking about. So that's been helpful um, and fun. And a lot of them are going to Hawaii, ironically. And they were worried about that last night, like for travel tips with their babies who are three or four months old. And I said, my friend Zula, and she did it with a three month old and it was great. So Zula, <laughs> do you have travel tips for people traveling or flying with really small children? Like, what did you do? Because whatever you did was great. Um, travel tips for a really small baby. Just make sure you have your milk. Just make sure you have enough to feed them. Make sure that um, they're nice and warm and that they're comfortable, as comfortable as you can make them on, you know, if they have a lubby, their blankets. Just make sure the baby's comfortable on the flight. Um in when we actually got there, you know, make sure you have your sound machine, your sound, you know, get a portable sound machine because that could be really helpful on the plane. I found that to be really helpful on this last trip. I didn't have it for the Hawaii trip, but um, and call ahead to your hotel and make sure like in Hawaii, we rented a bunch of stuff. They rent everything. So they make it really easy. Um, You know, our hotel in Hawaii had um the crib set up for us, make sure that you have a big enough room where you could provide them with the dark, quiet space for them to sleep. And you want to make it so that they're just as comfortable there as they are at home so that you can enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not enjoying themselves and they're not sleeping and they don't feel comfortable or they feel like too disturbed, it's going to be, it's not a vacation. Um, what else, what else is like a big, was a big thing? I, what I first. Go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. When I first traveled with Jackson, I forgot to bring him a change of clothes. And he had a huge blowout on the plane. (laughs) What did you do? I wrapped him in a blanket. No, I wrapped him in a blanket. I had diapers, of course, and like wipes. But I forgot just a full, you know, socks, pants, shirt. I was a new type, a new mom. um, And I just assumed that he would be fine. Uh, for the a plane ride, and he literally pooped everywhere. So I was able to. I I just had him in a in a blanket in the blanket wrapped up. Was it like the airline blanket? <laughs> no, 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 no. I had his blanket at least. Uh, 
Um, no, traveling with a baby definitely comes with it. You definitely have to prepare yourself. I mean, I downloaded lists and it was it was a big it was a big ordeal here at the Connolly Hanau family t- table dynamics. Like, so what are we ready? And Kevin, Kevin's really funny that way. He's he's very thoughtful. Like he thought of things that I wouldn't have thought of. And I can't think of what that is. And I'm like, you know what, babe, you are right. And then just make sure that you also have a system and a plan for you and your spouse when you're actually there. Like in our case, we had our mom, which was a blessing because we could go out and, and do a dinner and then, you know, switch off with her. So just make sure you consider childcare. If you're not traveling with someone, a lot of hotel concierges in Hawaii, especially, they do have a lot of really, um, I don't know if you'd leave your three month old, but for the other kids, they have, you know, programs at the hotel so just get really well acquainted with what's available to you at the location you're going to and i want to uh go back really quick what pregnancy i also like you erica i loved being pregnant and i knew okay you can gain between 25 35 pounds so i wasn't i gained 35 pounds i wasn't ever worried about it or felt like ooh, i felt really fat it was more funny like oh weird this is bigger you know or my watch doesn't fit but I'm, I haven't really been able to find online and maybe because it is so different for so many women and they don't really want to say that I didn't know what the guideline was for seeing if I'm following that of, of the weight coming back off. Because as long as I know, oh, I'm on the path of it coming back off. Great. I know right away you lose a little bit and I lost 15 right away. I have 20 extra pounds right now, but it's just staying at that number and it's stayed at that number for like a month now so that's why part of me is going okay am i is this like the new weight or do i need to start working really hard from this point to get it down like or does it keep coming off um has been more my questions and i haven't really found time to be able to even work out so i know once i get to move or even walk or hike or do any sort of workout i'll get some more weight off but it's just been hard between her naps feedings and having like you know, an hour to do something else rather than working out, like eat myself or or clean something in the house. So um, I need to just get better with the routine. What have you found to be the most um, rewarding part of motherhood? Like what is the most, what is the um, one thing that you're like, oh my God, what would my life have been like before this? Like, is it the smell? I, I definitely feel like she gives, like, of course we all have purpose in life, but I feel like she gives like a new purpose to life you know and um i just love getting to spend time with her and like when she smiles at you in the morning she's a morning person so i guess she's like done because that's not me she's real <laughs> smiley in the morning uh, and it's so cute and when she gets you know and then when she's crying and fussy and i pick her up like if somebody else was holding her and then she's quiet like oh she knows that it's her mom like it's this really just kind of cool feeling that you now have this baby and she's looking at me right now um and i can't wait for her to start laughing that's been so rewarding it's just my only only complaint is i need to figure out i think more of a schedule so that i can work out to feel good in my body and you know that's i think produces more what are you doing when she naps napping she's not napping she's napping on her or on death she naps on us sometimes like even skin to skin but when she naps i mean it's She'll go down for 45 minutes, maybe an hour. I'm usually eating like where I'm like, okay, I haven't had 45 minutes to go clean up the kitchen or like to do. And that's not that long. And then she'll take Mm -hmm. at noon. She'll take about a two hour nap 
but I won't know that. Like it'll end up being two hours or had I had known she's not on a set schedule yet. So like had I had known she was going to go down for two hours, then yeah, I could go do a workout or something. But I think once she's now hitting two months, so I think I can start getting stricter with her on feeding schedule soon. So once she's a little bit more scheduled, hopefully I can manage my time. Because as you guys know from listening to our Brianna episode of those of you who have managing my time is something I struggle with. I waste a lot of time. So this is going to have to make me manage that little hour that I get free. Yes. Hello. <laughs> I, I tell Kennedy and, and Kevin all the time that Kennedy, uh, she is here to teach me. I mean, she's here for many reasons, but one of the reasons that she's here for me or that she's helping me figure out is my lack of patience. She's very dynamic. I've told you guys this, you know, a lot of times she's, you know, from the moment she gets up, she takes a two hour nap and that's it. She's a hundred percent active the rest of the day. So it's very, uh, the days are very busy and very filled with a lot of fun, but I'm so exhausted. And she's also got Kevin's temperament where she wants what she wants and she wants it not. If she doesn't get it, we're having like a, a tantrum or we're having a breakdown. So she's teaching me a lot of patience and I'm grateful to her for that because it's something that I feel that if I created more of in my life, I think I, I, you know, I would just make better decisions. I would be more patient with certain other facets in my life that would just create just more peace too for me. So she's amazing for those reasons for me. And she's just so much fun. Hi, mother. She's just such a, a little amazing little, oh, she got accepted to a preschool. We finally first, we got our first admission notice. And oh, really? Yay. I'm really excited. I'm like, you got your first admissions notice. <laughs> yes, she got her first acceptance. Isn't that so crazy how preschools are that way? Even like that, this was never our world, right? For preschools back in the day. But you have to go through interviews. They interview like the, they they do like a little play day with the kids, right? Did they did she yeah. do all this? They like kind of yeah, see the personality. It's like an interview with the parents, and the families, and she did like a bunch of classes there. She did muck it up and the art classes and all that stuff. Um, and now she's, you know, she's going to be going to preschool in September, which I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to drop her off? Is she going at full time? Like five days like nine to two. No, she goes. Oh, we have the option. Day. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's good. It's too much to do five days a week. Yeah. But it, it's really nice. Aviana's five days a week, nine to three. Or no, actually, we have early drop off. <laughs> eight, eight to three. It's like a full day for her. In Brisbane. So seeing a little baby, does that make you feel like you're. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. My favorite stage of mommyhood, honestly, ha was like baby. I love newborns more than anything. I love breastfeeding more than anything. The disciplining, like children, is what's the hardest for me. I, I, I it's hard for me to like they they talk back now. Like imagine Isabella talking back to you. It's gonna happen, right? It's just yeah, like it's just, if she gets the dog's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> be Woody, Woody come back right so yeah for me and and Matt doesn't like, love the newborn stage so that's why I'm like listen I'll do the newborn stage you don't have to do anything I'll change every diaper for this third one I'll do everything and then you just discipline them and he's like mm, okay maybe 
So it's funny because I gave it up. The idea I gave it up so long ago. And then like, did I tell you this? Like three weeks ago, Matt's like, maybe we should try for that third. And oh. I'm like, what? I'm like, really? Why? And then yeah, we did a play buddy. <laughs> Isabella needs a play buddy. She's got I me mean, that idea. Oh my God, you guys are crazy. It'd be like starting <laughs> over for us. It would be like, no, we are crazy. It would be like starting over because they're both in Listen, school. Doug was scared and he's loving it. He's enjoying his baby time. Oh yeah, what does he say? Is he like obsessed? We knew he would be. I mean, so far, but like you said, this is the easier stage. So, so far he's in love. I don't know if later he'd be like, oh my God, my life. The disciplining part. He's happy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down. Z, if you're down, I'd be down. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Kevin and I are like, we're planning different things, man. We're like built. We are. We're no, we're, we're, we're good over here for a minute, for a minute. For a minute. Well, do you guys? I don't know. It sounds fun. Add today before we get into a. We're gonna end this show a little differently. We're gonna end it. Ooh. Opening it with the wind down. I just want to say I want to go back to what our original thing was, and I think that we should, as women, and for our male followers as well, body positivity all around. Let's mm. fucking agree with God and ourselves and our Creator that we are amazingly beautifully and perfectly made in every version of our uh, every version of this body that we're so blessed to be in so sarah give yourself the time and the grace and the love like we are beautiful women kira i know you're listening you had a comment before this we we have to be we have to be really um we have to be this we we have to create new new brain waves to create this kind of radical thinking for ourselves because no one's going to do it for us. We're amazing and perfect just as we are. Yes. I love that. That's so true. I needed that actually today, Z. <laughs> I needed to hear I know. for myself. Yeah. I yeah. Like we, we have to, we have to step out of, we need to do this for our daughters. We have to get ourselves trained in a way to this mindset where we can create the space for our daughters it's it's going to become increasingly important to create um self-esteem body positivity self-love and to just really agree with our creator that we are these things we are perfect and we were created how we are is exactly how we were meant to be and it's a beautiful thing all right guys there you go wind down yeah I want to go last because I already said my wine down. So I got to think of something else. Well, I'll go because I had a, re- you, you guys know that at the Sedanios, we have Friday night dance parties, right? Yeah. Well, so video on this. I'll send you this video. It's actually really cute. Uh, Jackson got into, have you guys seen the show Dance Monsters? I saw that. I've heard of it. So cute. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so fun. It's basically these dancers uh, and they're they have different professions. One is a teacher, one is a quarterback football player, like in high school. But they're they're dancers, and they would like to be professional dancers, but they're not going after their dream because they have insecurities and they don't want people to like see them. So they dress up as these monsters, and nobody can see them. So they're just they're they're being them without feeling like all eyes are on them, right? because they that was was kind of like the thing yeah it's it's a beautiful concept um so jackson's into it aviada's into it so 
they have these favorite songs from the show. And Friday night, Jackson's like, let's do Dance Monsters. But obviously we didn't dress up. Well, we kind of dressed up. Like we had glasses or a hat. You know, we changed a little bit. And everybody performed, picked a song and performed their song. And then we did like a dance together as a family. It was, it's to me, being a mom, I'm going to cry because I'm so emotional. Um, It's like creating these like moments and these memories that, you your kids will have forever you know like i think that's what i love about being a mom the the most is i just look at jackson i look at aviada and i'm like you have really happy kids and that's they are so special yeah it's like it's so special to be a mom and to create these beautiful moments and memories for for your family. This is your family. And, and now you're trying whatever. to now you're trying to hold all that up and bring another baby into the mix. <laughs> Girl, the more the merrier. Come on. <laughs> I, God, I just think it's so amazing. You well, I I do admire you, Matt, and just your whole dynamic a lot. Like I love your you know, you post on Instagram and you share so much of how you guys connect and it really is beautiful. And I admire you a lot. You so Congratulations. Aww, thanks, Bim. The, the kids are so, not only they're well-behaved and nice, yes, but they're genuinely happy and you can see that. And that's what's important is that you have, you raise beautiful, happy, um, kind kids. And they're all those things. Thanks, babe. <laughs> I did not think I was going to cry with the dance monster story. What the heck? <laughs> Woo! It's was supposed to be a fun story. Let's see if I can follow up. No, I don't really have a reason to cry. I'm I feel excited. Just a lot happening. I may be going to New York at the end of the month to meet with my um, Modern Muse partners for a two-day uh, just to get some hunker down and get some work done. Um, but that's, I don't have, I you know, I don't have a, a, a big download except that um, I'm just over here living my life enjoying it i'm excited i don't know if we can say but i'm excited that uh kevin's gonna go play a really fun role oh week. yes i'm gonna say it kevin okay so kevin is going to am <laughs> to play just <laughs> where you cut out you cut out say that again oh, kevin's going to amsterdam uh on monday i believe and he's gonna go do a movie and he's playing jesus yes how uh, that is so cool you guys amsterdam for how long? Uh, it's literally a week. They're going to really compile his oh, stuff. Nice. And um, I, I know Elisa Silverstone, whom we love, is in that, um, is, I think, a producer on it as well. So he's really excited. I mean, I'm excited, too. It's going to be kind of crazy over here with the baby because then I'll be going to New York. It's So these are the things about working parents, the dynamics to kind of create um, create normalcy and create a home a balanced life for your kids so there's just a lot of jumping hoops and doing all the things but we get it done and um we do it with joy and happiness because it's 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 work and i'm really happy for him he i think he took the script to work with him today and he's he's excited so i'm happy for him congrats kev congrats i was so excited when doug told me that i said oh my god that's so cool and i didn't even know it was amsterdam Listen, if it, if there were a longer shoot, I'd be like, um, I've never been to Amsterdam. That would be a bucket list. You should just go I for know. the week. It's a week. That's enough time. 
it I, it is in essence, but I, I have so much happening here. It would need to be, it's a bit, and we just got back from a trip, like a, an international, it's a lot. Yeah. Kennedy's not ready for back-to-back international trips. Like I might be able to take it to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, these kids. Even though I know that this is going to uh, air a week after, so who knows if I'm going to eat my words. But go 49ers. I hope they win on Sunday. Um, I hope they go all the way to the Super Bowl. I'm excited. The team's looking great. And that's it. Just go Niners. Just beat the Cowboys. What? How dare you? <laughs> yep, yep. How dare you get ahead of yourself? Really? Are you a Cowboy fan? No. <laughs> she, what, you think she's going to jinx it or something? No. No, I just... No, you know what it is? They, you know, Tom had a really bad game for that game, and I just felt really bad for him, and I just don't want to hear about the Cowboys right now. So there you go. But congratulations, Sarah. So the Niners and the Cowboys, <laughs> I think I was, I was, because uh, I remember as a kid, I'm like, they've played, they're rivals. Like, they've played each other a lot. And I think they're actually the most, uh, in the playoffs, they're the most um, played team. I can't talk. Oh, I do want to say this, because in general, so you know, there's like pregnancy brain, and then afterwards, you have that's still called pregnancy or mom brain now, or whatever. Like, brain's messed up. When I listen to myself on the podcast, I sound really stupid and I'm constantly searching for words. So I apologize to anyone's like, wow, is she really dumb? It's just my, I got like a lot of hormones in my brain or whatever's happening. But when I'm searching for words, <laughs> it feels like I have a concussion. Like, that's what the equivalent to it. Where I'm like, what's that word? Oh, a tree. Right. A tree. So um, just bear with me. I'm hoping it comes back. Does that come back? Or how is mom brain an excuse forever? What what happens now? It comes and goes. It, it comes and goes. Joking? It comes and goes. Okay. It was. Okay. It happened to me. Um, well, yeah, no, we, you're, we know you're smart and, uh, we were, we will make room for you to find and search for words. Um, I think we all do that from time to time. I really want to thank the listeners who heard us last week on the podcast talk about, you know, we got a Doug hater because Doug again gets into fights. My fiance gets into fights with people online and then they go on and they give us really bad reviews. So so even out the bad reviews, a few of you went on there and gave us good reviews, which honestly made all of us so happy. You just know that you're listening and you cared and you did that. Like one person really even said, I don't I don't know, Doug. So here's a five star to counterbalance the one star. So like, thank you. Um, but thank you to Tommy Soup, Gamma E35i Chance, B Mace, and Hey Sarah. Oh, hey. Hey Sarah, 5207. <laughs> Or one seven. See, there, there's my. I can't even read. There's. I don't know what that is. My eyes. Does pregnancy affect your eyes? No, but honestly, thank you guys so much. That was really sweet. Um, that was super sweet. Yeah, and we love reading those reviews. Keeps us going. We do. We do. If you have any, um, and then also, I think someone DM'd us some ideas that they wanted to hear in the podcast. Like we love hearing from you guys because sometimes it feels like we have a conversation. We send it out there and. Who knows what anyone thinks about it? So we love getting some positive feedback and it means a lot. Keeps us going every week. So thank you. So I hope everyone has an amazing week. And anyone have anything else to add or are we closing this out? We're closing it out. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Thank you. We love you.
This has been an episode of Entertain Her. I am Sarah Sanderson with Grinty Isabella. <laughs> Erica Sedania with Kids at School. <laughs> and that's why with a screaming Kennedy upstairs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>